like a flood. The Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. I see the enemy coming in like a flood in our houses, in our churches, in our families. But what I don't see is the standard. People of God, where's the standard at? We're in a war, y'all. It's time to stand up. The Lord gave the word, and great was the company of them that published it. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Welcome to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast that reaches around the world daily with the good news about Jesus Christ our Lord. I am your host, Bishop Fred A. Carwell Sr. Now lend me your ear, and let's go inside of Know Your Bible and hear God's life-changing word. Welcome to Know Your Bible. Today's message, Giants, Grasshoppers, and God. And now here is Bishop Caldwell. Over in Deuteronomy, how the elders, and I want you all to hear this, have a responsibility to God's people. Number one, to be straight with these scriptures. Number two, to be able to teach and direct and kill confusion in the congregation. No old person ought to be messy. Man, the worst thing in the world is a messy old person. And we sometimes see that with the, a few messy old women looking at the nice figure of the young ladies that want them in crocosacks. <laughs> Baby, you had your day. Let them have their day. Why they got to be dressed from the head to the toe? But then they shouldn't have the hem of the skirt right below the waistline either. But that's another subject. But there was a brother there by the name of Caleb. All right. Are you in Numbers, the 13th chapter? All right. Look at verse 30. This is when the confusion broke out. And Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. But the men that went up with him said, We're not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we. Now we got two reports. We got a good report and we got an evil report. And the question is, whose report will you believe? In a, in, a, in a world like this, we need more Caleb's. Because what we discover going over into the 14th chapter of Numbers, and look at verse 24. So we can see why people are not making it, and why some people are making it in a world like this. But my servant Caleb, because he had another spirit with him, and had followed me fully, him will I bring into the land whereinto he went, listen to this, your family, and his seed shall possess it. And if you notice, fear is a spirit. Faith is a spirit. Which spirit are you going to listen to? God says that my servant Caleb had another spirit with him. Caleb never did sing the desert blues. Oh, I'm out here. I'm going down. Caleb believed 
that if God had given them a promise that he was going to keep it. Caleb just knew because he'd been over there. He had seen that land. He had a spirit of faith. What kind of spirit do you have? There are too many cynical people in a world like this. You work with some of them. They're always on the negative. Faith cannot necessarily live and prosper and blossom in all that negativity. But where are God's people, like Caleb said, y'all need to be quiet. Shut up. Let's go up at once. We're well able to overcome it. But the people say, no, we're not. They're stronger than we are. I'm black. The white folk won't let me graduate. Who told you that? The earth is the Lord's. The fullness thereof. The world and they that dwell therein. I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. So the question is everybody that the Lord is asking. Is what do you want me to do for you? What do you want me to do for you? We must not listen to the naysayers. That we have allowed to come into our lives. Some people are so negative. Until listen. It will split your head wide open. Listening to these people. Telling you what you cannot do. Telling you what you will never be able to accomplish. I just believe if God said it. He's going to do it. I just believe if he spoke it. He's going to bring it to pass. Caleb had another spirit with him. And we have to understand. Either we're going to operate in the spirit of faith. They call those things would be not as though they were. Or we're going to operate in the spirit of fear and start telling ourselves, yeah, I know what the Bible says, but. Get your butt out the way now. It'll mess you up. 2 Corinthians 4.13. Whole way y'all, we coming back here. 2 Corinthians 4 and 13. Dealing with giants, you better have some conversation. You know, you have to speak to these giants because one thing about it, they will clog your mind with fear. They will make you think that this situation you're facing is bigger than God. Ain't nothing bigger than God. Fear of growing old. Man, you better enjoy growing old. Grow old gracefully. If you feel better, dye your hair. You know what's such a beautiful thing? It's when peace comes. Peter was in prison. Allow me to do this right quick. Peter was in prison. In the fourth quaternion. In the middle of the prison. And was asleep. Sleep. Can I ask you a question? When the giant is in the living room. And you trying to board yourself up in the bedroom. And you afraid to even... Move because you think he's going to kick the door in. Are you living in fear? That, that's the question. And if you're living in fear, then what are you afraid of? And if what you are afraid of and you're living in fear, the next question, is it bigger than God? Because God is in you. If you're born again, you got all God is in you. 
Come on, I'm trying to build the body of Christ up. You, you got all God is in you if you are his child. You got all the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost is in you if you are his child. So what are you afraid of? I tell you what, a lot of people are afraid of failure. They have a severe case of the what ifs. What if I tried and it doesn't work? Well, what if it does? Peter was in their sleep. Now, when you're in prison and in prison for the wrong thing, and you know, a lot of our minds are in prison to fear. And we won't move. That shouldn't be the case. The angel had to wake Peter up. Now, some things God ain't going to do for us. The angel told Peter, now, now I've awakened you, but you're going to have to put your own sandals on. Could I get some help in here? I mean, you, the Lord will bring you so far. Now, you're going to have to hoof it the rest of the way. I'm not talking about for salvation. I'm talking about for victory. You can't stand there and allow the enemy to just whip you down. And a lot of us that are black like me, we have faced that mess all the days of our lives. So at what point do you stop being afraid? At what point do you say enough is enough and too much stink? At what point do you stand up and say no more? I'm going to believe God right where I am and I'm going to speak to this mountain. And I'm going to tell you to get the heck up out of my life. And all these folks that's bringing all these evil reports and got all this mess going on in my life, they ain't coming in no more. They're not coming in anymore because they're causing my days to become too long. And they're causing my nights to be filled with terror and fear. People that have no faith will take the little bit you got and stand on it. Not in my life. You have to close the door to people that always have an evil report because they're still in your joy, they're still in your faith. You in 2 Corinthians 4 and 13? Now remember when the Lord said in, um, in Numbers 14, 24, my servant Caleb had another spirit with him. Ha <laughs> ha! I can scream and shout right there. He had another spirit with him. You have, to, you have to be aware of the spirit you got with you. Peter and the disciples one day told the Lord, call down fire and brimstone on them people over there. That's what they told Jesus. You know what Jesus' reply was to them? You don't know what spirit you are. Sometimes you can be talking to people and mean well and something come out of your mouth so negative and you wonder where did that come from? Because the Lord wants us to edify one another. Build up one another every day. We need that in the body of Christ. Alright. 2 Corinthians 4 and 13. Are you there? You notice the first word there is we. Because we're talking about corporate blessings. So nobody in the congregation should be speaking against the vision of the house. Because where there's no vision, the people perish. We having this, let's read this together, verse 13, read. We having the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, 
I believed and therefore have I spoken. We also believe and therefore speak. Now you notice it's individual and then it's corporate. Every member ought to be saying the same thing about the same vision, about the same Lord, about the same word. Speaking the same thing, minding the same thing, judging the same thing. We having the same spirit of faith. So you see, if fear is a spirit, God has not given us a spirit of fear, and faith is a spirit, we are born again by the spirit of faith. So therefore, we ought to believe in our hearts that with God, all things are possible. Even though we may not see it, say it. Because it's the spirit of faith. We have the same spirit of faith according as it is written. I believed, past tense. We believe what's written. That's why God's word must be rightly divided. He says, I believed, and therefore have I spoken. You got to speak what you believe based upon what this word says. So if God has given us the victory, you need to say that. If I'm the head and not the tail, I need to say that. So I believe and I have spoken based upon the written word. He says, we also believe and therefore speak. So when we come together as a congregation, we come together to strengthen one another. Not to weaken one another, but to strengthen one another. You have no idea what the person next to you went through last week. So I believe, I have spoken. We believe and we speak. And no member of this ministry ought to be with no other member in this ministry speaking against this ministry. That's why the elders have a responsibility. The members have a responsibility. We all have a responsibility toward God and one another. If your brothers and sisters believe in their heart that they can turn a building over. And they look like Barney Fife. Your thing ought to be, go on and do it, brother. I'm standing with you. You believe you can do it? I'm with you. You know, if it glorifies God. So the giants were there. And then they had another problem. They had pseudo, false, fake, psychoanalysis. Go back to Numbers 33. 1333. We have to be careful how we feel about ourselves. Now I'm going to make a statement. I'm not lusting. I'm just going to make a statement. There are some beautiful women with outward appearances. There are some handsome men with outward appearances. But you get up close to them and talk to them. Man, they, they think they're Frankenstein's first sisters. I'm telling you, a lot of women have a problem looking themselves in the eyes. Put makeup on and you don't even see yourself. It's something strange about women. It, it, it really is because they can be all of them be in the room and they can pick out who in there don't like one another. And the brothers in there trying to make peace with everybody. Hey, how y'all doing? Them women, you know, they got that eye. They, they already know it. They already know it. And, and, and women that are not sure about their husband. Yeah, you was looking at her. 
Stuff can get critical when women turn their mind loose. And the brothers, bless our heart, we don't even know what they're talking about. We don't have a clue. But women have this sixth sense of knowing. And if they hear something in their spirit, I don't care. You can be Jesus walking on water and drying your feet off. They heard it. They believe it. And ain't nobody going to tell them that because you believe it doesn't make it true. Same way it is sometimes with the guys. The guys are not that, that the guys are not that difficult. They just don't believe nothing. <laughs> you, they just don't believe nothing. You can, you, you can tell them and show them the fruit of that land. They don't believe nothing. And a brother will spend all his life battling with his wife that it ain't so. That's just the way it is. That's why we need to believe the same thing, mind the same thing, speak the same thing, pray for one another, build up one another, and let the rest of that stuff out there go. If you ever plan on having peace, you have to know how to be rightly dividing this word. So this is where we are. When you analyze yourself as a person of color, what do you see? Because if you look at verse 33 of Numbers 13, and there we saw the giants, the sons of Anak, who come of the giants. Now watch this. And we were in our own sight as grasshoppers. And so we were in their sight. Now they have psychoanalyzed themselves that when the giants saw us, they looked at us as grasshoppers. And when we analyzed ourselves, we agreed. Even though we hadn't talked to none of the giants, they just looked at us like we were nobody. You see that every day. <laughs> That's every day. You can be in an institution of what they call higher learning. They still look at you that way. They want to know why are you here? How did you get here? Who opened the door for you to be here? And right there you'll crumble if you don't know who you are in the Lord. If you can't say within yourself, the Lord brought me here. So they analyze themselves. They say, we black. We can't achieve nothing. Let me just give you a black history lesson. Just about everything we're using in this country and in this world to uplift humanity was invented by some black person. Israel had come out of bondage after 400 years. The slaves first came to this country in 1619. That was 400 years ago. This year. Same God that brought Israel out brought us out. 400 years. So don't you think that we got a right to live too? That we got a right to raise our family. That we do have family values. That we can do all things through Christ. We got to depend on God's word. In order to get through here. 
We must stop looking at ourselves like grasshoppers. Somebody just be walked over. Somebody you can spray pesticide on and kill. No. We've got a right to live. We've got a right to be happy. But we're never going to get there by missing church and disbelieving God's word. It's not going to happen. So I went to the Lord about black people. Did it years ago. Because I, I had a concern. How is it that people that look like me is going to have a fair break in this world? Not only for yourself, but for your children. And what do you tell your children when they, when they turn out into the world? How they can taste victory out there. So this is what the Lord told me. Teach my people my word and encourage them to apply kingdom principles to their lives. So no matter what Trump is doing, it has no effect on my life. Because I'm guided by another kingdom. I'm guided by a whole nother force, a whole nother value system that's in this word right here, right now. That's the way and the only way, everybody, that we're going to get through here as people of color. We have to apply God's principle, his word, to our lives in order for us to get through here. I ain't no grasshopper. I'm a man that Christ died for. You're not no grasshopper. You're a man or woman that Christ died for, was buried, went into hell and got the keys and came back and gave us the victory. We don't have to take the second seat to nobody. We don't have to back up. And start scratching our head where we ain't itching and laughing at what ain't funny. Mm-mm. And that's why some folk have a problem with certain little eloquent preachers. Because when you take your rightful place in God and you ain't walking and living in fear and you're not afraid of white people and all this other stuff that folk got going out there, they're going to call you arrogant. They're going to say, Who do you think you are? You think you're somebody? I don't think I know. I know that God made me and he didn't make me to put no man over me to put me in servitude. He didn't do it. I ain't no grasshopper. There was a time I didn't want to be black because it seemed like it was just a shut up prison house. No escape. But Christ set me free. He set you free. You got a right to hope. You got a right to dream. You got a right to believe that your children can make it where they're going. Because you know God. The seed of the righteous shall be delivered. You, you know how to pray your children through. And you don't worry about them because you turn them over into the hands of the Lord. You're going to turn over and snore. It's that peace that passes all understanding. But if you jump on you and if you condemn you and you see yourself as nothing and no good and nobody, ain't nobody going to be able to help you. You can read all of the self-help books, but if you don't think anything about yourself that's good, then you're not going to ever get up on your feet. Never going to do it. I remember I was doing fine preaching, minding my own business, like I normally do. One of my white brothers in this city called and wanted to go to lunch. So I went. We went out to Copeland. And at that time, 
I had started preaching on race, religion, and racism. Got a call from one of my white brothers, pastor in this city. So he invited me out to lunch. I went, went out to Copeland out there. And by the time I sat down, Brother Fred? I said, yeah. You was doing all right. You get, why did you start have to deal with rice? I say, because that's just the way it is, and that's what affects our people every day, race. When you behold the only one greater than yourself, why are you shuffling your feet and scratching where you ain't itching? And then, they forgot God. I wonder how many of us really pray at home. I wonder how many of us really trust God even though the waters of life are murky and muddy with the problems of racism and other stuff that would close doors to us as a people and deny us the same privileges that the white race have. And I discovered where the problem is. Today's message Giants, Grasshoppers, and God. FC2737, FC2737 is now available on CD for only $10. And it may be purchased by calling Know Your Bible at 318-938-1885 or you can mail in your request to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. Or email us, greenwoodacres at comcast.net. Know Your Bible Radio Broadcast is now available as a podcast. You can listen to Know Your Bible through Apple Podcast, Google Play Music, and Spotify. Simply search for Know Your Bible or Bishop Caldwell in either app. Tap the subscribe button and Know Your Bible will come to you automatically each time an episode is posted. Enjoy! Now the question is, will I do as will There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus. The power in the blood of Jesus on the cross at Calvary is God's resolution to the redemption of every lost sinner forever. Today is the day of salvation and now is the acceptable time because tomorrow is not promised. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved in your house. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. Jesus said, come. The Father says, come. The Holy Spirit says, come. And I say, come. You need to come now. Now the question is, when will Jesus return? I was the chiefest of sinners, Paul says, and so say I. I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago and he answered me, came into my heart and brought with him the gift of eternal life. And he'll do the same for you if you call. the trouble all over the world. I'm telling every man, woman, 
Say these words to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I believe you are Lord. Come into my heart. I believe that God raised you from the dead. I accept you now, Lord, as my personal Lord and Savior. If you said those words, and if you mean those words, they are recorded in the 10th chapter of the book of Romans, verse 9 through 13. Welcome to the household of faith. Much, much love to you. Now the question's up. Hello, this is Bishop Carwell, and this is the Know Your Bible radio broadcast. The world needs Jesus now more than ever before, and you can help us to reach the world for Jesus Christ. I ask for you to pray for what the Lord will have you to do as it relates to financial support toward Know Your Bible. And then send your gifts of love to Know Your Bible, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. That's the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. We also welcome your prayer requests and your praise reports. So until we meet again right here on Know Your Bible, you pray for me and I'll be praying for you. And guess what? We'll all be prayed for. Much, much love to you. Now I see.